All right. Hello, this is Lance, and welcome back to Shallow Waters. Today I have two guests with me. Uh, please feel free to introduce yourselves. I guess I'll go first. Are you one of them? Hi, I'm Erica. Um, thanks for having me, Lance. I'm a photojournalist, and I'm here to speak my voice. Of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm David. Um, I know Erica from the past. I'm from Houston, uh, living here in San Diego, and I'm here to uh, support some of those voices. Hey, that's all we can ask for. <laughs> so how are y'all doing today? Uh, the, the, like I said earlier, the virus got me locked in this apartment for three months, so doing as good as I can. And like, how have the cases actually been there? <laughs> I've, been, I've been paying enough attention to y'all just being stuck in one fucking place, but I haven't paid any attention to any numbers over there. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't, I haven't really, I, so once my girlfriend's sister, we're all roommates, and uh, she works at the hospital, I mean, I don't even think she has had any cases there. Hmm. It's weird. I, I have personally yet to find a single person, and they talk about it spreading quite a bit here in San Diego. I've met, I haven't seen anybody yet. Have any right. of y'all? Have any of y'all like personally know people or anything like that? Mm, I want to say that one of my lodge brothers had a uh, had his grandmother get diagnosed, but she was in a nursing home. But mm. she was asymptomatic. They just did a round of tests, and she she popped. Mm. So, I mean, as far as I know, that's the only one. But she's doing fine. No ventilator. No nothing. She just was there. She just chilling. Okay. I personally don't know anyone who's contracted it. You know how people had, were saying that. You know how like a lot of people start saying like, "Oh, I was sick in December." Well, that's true for me. Like, I was sick, like, earlier in the year, pretty mm-hmm. sick. And, I mean, I was still in school, so you just had to suck it up. But, like, I was like, man, after the corona thing, I was like, I swear to God, I got that. That's <laughs> yeah. so how my girlfriend was, too. She was like, yeah, like, she was sick as hell. And then, but that was last year. She just kind of got over it. Yeah. You know, like most viruses. Yeah, I think for the most part, like, it is really, like, you just basically got the flu. The most healthy people, it's the... Like they yeah. the elderly, the young, and the people with underlying conditions with us too. Yeah. But hey, I mean, we're all healthy. We can all be happy about that, I guess. Well, can't complain there. <laughs> right, right. So today, we got some main topics. Uh, I'm not going to go down them because that's boring. But <laughs> <laughs> I will just start by opening up the uh, floor with this. Uh, we know the current climate. We know the situation going on with George Floyd's death uh, and the other egregious acts of police brutality. You know, mm-hmm. This is what we're here to talk about, guys. Uh, let's hear what you got. <laughs> I mean, police brutality has been a, a, a major issue for a long time. And it's funny how it, it's 2020 and we're you know still dealing with this and we're still seeing it. It's just being filmed now. Like, <laughs> right. I, a lot of a lot of people keep saying it's like, oh, how come we always have to hear about this? And I'm like, well, it hasn't fucking stopped. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it didn't go anywhere. Just it's because still it here. wasn't in your world or didn't affect you or yours doesn't mean it hasn't affected a lot of people that are pretty close to you, around you, or in your community. Right. <laughs> I think I a think lot of people. Oh, go for it. Go for it. 
I think it's definitely affected the world. And if it hasn't affected your world, then it's really showing what side you're on. Yeah. If you haven't had at least the opportunity to witness it and acknowledge that it exists, I want your worldview. <laughs> I want that worldview where you're just like so fucking in this world of bliss that you just don't see shit. And yeah. when it comes up, you're like, that offends me that you're talking about it. Like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> like, it offends me that I mean, like I've had the multiple only... of these occasions. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually have to take a break from social media today because I have been going so hard. Like, I know y'all yes. seen my post. I have oh, been yes. going so hard. And then today, <laughs> today I woke up. And mind you, not only have I been on social media, I've been watching CNN nonstop. Like, recording three-minute clips on my phone just from watching CNN. So today, um, I turned on the news per usual, and then I seen that they were making the decision today to convict the others. Yes. And so I turned the TV off, I got off of social media, and I just took a break. No, that's needed. <laughs> like, that is, like, yeah. it, all the negativity, Ooh. like, it gets it's strenuous. It gets, like, stressful. Like, they're stressing you out, just constantly having to speak your mind to people that don't understand it all. <laughs> And it's also like they don't want to understand. Like they don't want to feel that. Like it, it makes them uncomfortable and they're like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, they choose like, to, to not hear that. They, it's not that they can't. It's not that they're not smart enough to understand. It's just that they don't want to understand. Right. Like since all these like big spotlight, spotlight cases, like even going back to like Trayvon, and I call them spotlight cases because it's not like, oh, when it first happened, like that that phrase doesn't even fucking exist. When it first happened, we were still slaves. But like, yeah, exactly. that's why I call them spotlight cases. Like with the Trayvon Martin case, like how old were we? Like I, I had yeah. to be, how many years ago was that now? And, we, and it's still like such a fresh name yep. that you can still reach back to and be like, yeah, that was me. Like I've walked through plenty of neighborhoods like with snacks and a basketball and a hoodie, like just walking home or walking to go to a friend's house or riding my bike. 2012. You know? 2012 thank you that's eight years ago i was 20 years old like <laughs> i had just gotten out of well not just got out of high school but like i was pretty fr i was fresh enough out of high school to still be considered like a, a snot-nosed punk that's what i think most 20 years olds are because yeah. i thought i was really smart i fucking wasn't uh <laughs> at the same time i, see, I you know, knew like, i was dumb i knew i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I, but that's the thing like I, that wasn't not a reality for me like just to be like walking through the neighborhood to go to a friend's house, like just because I knew they were there, you know? Like yeah. that's, that just wasn't new, that wasn't something that was too far-fetched for me to understand. And I'm like, yo, that easily could have been me. Like the first time I had, a, the first time I had multiple guns pulled on me by cops, uh, I was maybe, I was 18. Yeah, I was 18 with a buddy of mine and we were stand, we were like, you know where like Highway 6 and Grants Lake is? Those of you who don't know the area, I'm sorry. But it's a it's an intersection off of a highway uh, around here. And it's just like, there's a little lake there with the bench. And we were literally just sitting there smoking cigars. And you see one cop car go by, cool. And another cop car goes by and now the spotlight's on us. And now I'm just like, what, what happened, right? And but before I can even say anything, like there's cops surrounding us, pointing at us with shotguns and rifles and handguns, just telling us get on the fucking floor. And I'm like, yo, 
when the fuck, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so apparently. Really, oh, that's just like shell city when you gear towards like that. Yeah, and mind you, we're literally just smoking cigars. We're 18 years old. We're not going to smoke cigarettes. That's our thing, you know? So we're gonna, we want to be cool. We just want to sit sit there and smoke cigars and talk shit, you know, chilling by a lake, sitting on a bench and in the public. Yeah. Like, what had, what had happened, apparently? Go figure the big story. There was a report of a break in down the road like three or four miles down the road oh my God. two black men reportedly had broken in mind you my friend was white <laughs> oh my God. we weren't even two black men <laughs> and so my my first thing was like yeah dude we just broke in a couple of streets down and like decided to stop here and have victory cigars like yeah <laughs> that, that's what i was stopping here for you know but and the thing is, like, you want you, there's so much you want to say in that moment, but the only real thing you that I was wanting to do was fight. But I knew that was the dumbest fucking thing because I didn't need to give them more of a reason. Yeah. And like that was like my that was like my first run in like getting a gun pulled on me. Like I think I was like 14 when I first got stopped by a cop walking back home from a corner store with an Arizona, and the dude gave me a brown paper bag. So then I just like was Did you drinking there. Did you go to there. Stop Enjoy or something? No, uh, it's the Circle K. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he gave me this, the lady gave me like a fucking brown paper bag and I was walking home and drinking it and eating chips, I think. And this cop fucking like skirts in front of me like in a parking lot. And she's like, put everything down. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, and I put it down and she takes my Arizona, throws it up, throws the bag out, looks at it, reads it says Arizona, like does like a waterfall sip out of it and hands it back and goes, okay, you're good. Oh my I was like, god! I just looked at her and I was like, "What?" And she just zooms off. Wow! You and I was just like, five cents worth of that sip." Right? Like I just threw it away because I was like, "What? What?" Like I, it ruins your fucking day, dude. Like there's nothing you want to do after that. I just went home and was sad at home. Now, you know what's funny is like I didn't that. I didn't realize like you know when I was younger in middle school I went to Cole Valley Middle School. Do we all go to the same middle school? Or? Yeah, we, we all went to the same school. Yeah. So you just don't remember me do for some reason. Do y'all, <laughs> do y'all remember <laughs> Blake, Blake, Allen, Damon, and Quan and Adrian? I don't know if y'all remember them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we we all lived in Co Valley, and I lived on a corner house one time, and we used to box a lot. We all used to. I mean, I say I box, or more or less just got my ass booked, but we used to box. <laughs> and one time we were all boxing, and, and my dad loved it. He used to record it, because he thought it was hilarious. I don't know how watching his son get in his ass, it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> one day, he's recording it. It's like a clear, we're having something, and then you have a whole bunch of cops all on the corner of my house, and my dad had to come freaking rescue us. <laughs> he had to get out in front and was like, what the hell are y'all doing? And you gotta think, like, when I think about it now, like if, if it was the roles reversed, like had I been at their house and I'd been in their yard and their dad came out, what would happen? Like what would happen yeah. if a, an older black man came out and got in front of the cops and told them what's up, you know? Yeah, and that's very true. You know, like it's very true that that situation went the way it did more than likely because your dad was white. I mean, I mean, that, that just is what it is. You know, it's healthy to recognize. It's healthy that you recognize, like, yo, this could have went completely fucking sideways. Yeah, I mean, I didn't re- re- recognize that then. I didn't, you know, I was yeah. too young to understand things. Uh, it, it, 
but when it all starts coming, I start thinking about stuff. I'm like, I, I don't even know if I've actually ever been in a, a situation where I've seen it for myself. And I think that's only one, really. Like, personally mm-hmm. seen it for myself. Like, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it was like growing up. Uh, you know, everybody played with those fucking airsoft guns and shit. Yep. And my parents, absolutely, did not allow that shit for me. Yeah, I had like, them all the time, and they, my friends weren't allowed to, to use them because their parents told them they're not allowed to. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? And so being a kid, I did it anyway. Uh, and it was like, and it was a mixture of kids from my neighborhood, you know, black kids, white kids, whatever. Well, one day comes to a fucking head, you know, we're rolling down the street, or we're rolling down the street, we're going to the park just so we can play airsoft wars and shit like that. And yeah. these cops fucking roll up so goddamn fast, dude. Like, and they only stop the black kids. They ask the, they ask the white kids, are those your guns? Like they're saying they are. And they go, yeah, because we're just let, they're just letting us use them. And yeah. <laughs> they're just letting us use them. And they just like, let them take the guns back and leave. And luckily my dad was in the garage watching us play like idiots. You know, he knew it was going to happen. He <laughs> managed to walk over there and pretty much snatch us up and be like, I got these, you know, just, just look over, you know? And I think that's the only thing that really kept us from getting in fucking trouble, you know? Is yeah. that my dad was walking over to snatch us up, snatch up all the black kids who got left behind <laughs> to go help, you know? That's wild. And you know what's crazy? What's crazy about that is the problem is people are, some people are genuinely uncomfortable around black people. They oh, don't yeah. feel safe or, you know, they're not used to it. Yeah, and I, I really wanted to bring David on so you could talk more about your experience. You just brought up how you grew up around five black guys on your street, and y'all played together. Yeah. So, like, can you talk about that? Like, would are you would you say that you're like you know just comfortable around black people? Like, you you know understand? Yeah, I mean, it started really really early for me. I like I I really appreciate appreciate my parents even more now. Than I did then. My parents came from Detroit, Michigan, well, outside of Detroit, and, and uh, they were during times with all the riots at the MLK, like growing up. And my dad's from an entirely white community, and he's only one black person in the entire community of high schools and wrestling out of every high school. And this man still managed to, when he moved to Houston, to have like a, like an open heart and treat everybody. Because like, I mean, I remember our first house was all the way in Arcola, and our neighbors, we had two black neighbors. And now to this day, I call them my my aunt and uncle Franklin. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're like family to me, and it, that's that's how it started right off the bat. So like from a really young age, I just I guess that's just how I I grew up. So mm-hmm. and of course I went to Palmer Elementary. Palmer Elementary was like I don't know if y'all know that that was like the most diverse elementary school you could possibly go to around that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, 12 Valley Middle School, a little different. I mean, I was definitely the white kid in 12 Valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were, there were a couple of the white kids in 12 Valley, for sure. And I mean, yeah. like, and I think that really does do a lot to help kids grow up to be functioning fucking adults is to see that there's more than just people who look like them standing around and that you can be friends with people. Yeah. You know, like, thanks to the different kind of work I've had, you know, I've been in a place called fucking uh, Ponca City, Oklahoma where two of the three bars that I went to, I wasn't served in, like, openly. They just refused to fucking serve me. And I was the only black person they had ever 
fucking met in person. Like they knew we were real. They just mm-hmm. didn't know what <laughs> I was going to real. do. Mm-hmm. Like literally like walking into the store to go buy like food and supplies and shit for, that I'm gonna need since I'm staying up there. Like I, I'm getting stared at, like I'm getting mm-hmm. called names. I'm like, it, it was rough. I was like, yo, I called my boss. I was like, yo, bring my ass home. Like, I don't <laughs> think y'all know where y'all sent me. Like, yeah. I'm like, I would like to be in Oklahoma City at least where I know like I can at least be in a building, you know? Yeah. Like, not in a fucking RV center, like, in the middle of nowhere where, where tornadoes are just happening. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Oklahoma's a yeah. fucking armpit. And if you're from Oklahoma and you're listening to this, I hate your state. Yeah. I have to say, say it every time I think. Around you? Oh, they were massively uncomfortable. And it, it was uncomfortable mixed with this weird curiosity, you know, like... Mm-hmm the same generic questions that people ask black people all the time, but like times a million. They wanna, they wanna know your opinion on everything, but don't speak too much on it. And they wanna know, you know, what you, you know, just what you do day to day basis. And you get a lot of those people, you know, if you've seen the recent influx of people recording like Karens and shit, just but like bugging the shit out of you. What are you doing here? How, how long have you been here? Why are you in town? Is it for work or is it for <laughs> pleasure? Do you know anybody? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, suck my dick. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, on the, the Karens. Like you remember, what, I forget, what is it that you just labeled uh, earlier? You had a specific name for it um, that hmm. you came up yourself. We were just talking about it earlier. Well, anyways, my we brother calls oh, Karens yeah. Those videos like that, the, that think mm-hmm. he calls them super citizens. Like they think they're. <laughs> 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 I was like, I was like, that's exactly what the hell they think they are. They're super. Citizens. Like, what is your, is it any of your business? Uh, <laughs> he works. <laughs> yep. Okay. So <laughs> when Eric and I were talking before, uh, okay. sad. I'm so upset that people. That the audio fucked up on that one, but she made a good rule. Ms. Erica, do you want to share what your number one rule would be if you got a chance to rewrite everything? So clearly we need to rewrite our rules. Clearly Mm -hmm. we need to go back into these laws and change them and start from scratch. Rule number one, rule number one, Mm -hmm. mind your fucking business. (laughs) Mind your fucking business. It's above freedom of speech. It, yeah. It's above anything. It's, it's yes. the very moment you wake up, you need to mind your business. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up, stretch a little bit. You know, yeah. scratch your nuts if you got nuts. Uh, yeah. You know, like brush your teeth, wash your face, look yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror, and go. I'm gonna mind uh-huh. my fucking business today. <laughs> I'm going to mind my business today, and yeah. and you don't bother people who are minding their own business. Yeah. Right. Like just. <laughs> just leave people alone like just leave everybody the fuck alone like and that's my thing too right so if somebody is shoplifting in a store let's just use that as an example you're shopping you look over and you see some dude taking shit and putting it in his pockets and looking around right there's two options first option you can be a super citizen (laughs) you can just fucking uh you just fucking look at him and go hey man that's, that's not cool or two it's long as they're not hurting anybody you can turn around and mind your fucking business because <laughs> that's not your fucking job like yeah i wish i would be put in a situation where you know work isn't working for me at, you know i don't have any money i'm starving and this is literally the only way i'm gonna eat tonight and i'm taking a bag of chips and throwing it in my jacket that some dude would walk over and go that's not right because I have to, I, I'm gonna whoop the shit out of you now. Like, I, I wasn't going to, 
but now I have to because you didn't mind your business. Like, like, I, like I'm like literally the work I do. I go to neighborhoods that some people believe I shouldn't be allowed in, and if I go to a neighborhood to solve, to like to help go see a patient, my one of my biggest fears nowadays is that if I come back out or when I park, somebody's gonna run over. But like, what are you doing here? If I say yeah. my patient's name out loud and you don't respond with, yes, that's me, I'm ignoring you. And if you try and stop me, that's what I'm afraid of. Because I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I know my response if you get in my way and go, a, I demand something of you. But that's the thing. It's to yeah. the point now where my resolve, it's not tricky. It's, there's no trick to it. I know what I'm going to do. I know what my next step is immediately. I'm pulling out my phone yeah, and I'm yeah. going, I feel threatened. I'm trying to get in here and I feel threatened. And if you do not move while I'm walking, I will move you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna move the shit out of you. Like, and that's my biggest yeah. fear. Cause I'm just like, I'm gonna punch this old dude or lady and it's just gonna be bad. Cause somebody's gonna call the cops and now I'm gonna get shot. And now I'm gonna end up like on somebody's t-shirt because I didn't want to be fucked with that day. Cause they didn't mind rule yeah. number one. Like <laughs> mind your fucking business. Like. Just let it happen. It was that easy. easy. There's there's times to intervene. Like it's something crazy, but like these videos you see going. What was it recently? The the man was in some like kind of like a gated community, moving some stuff or some delivery thing. Mm -hmm. He just Mm -hmm. the whole truck gets stopped by like three white dudes. Mm No, they're questioning him. All like question after question what his business is there like no what is your business in the front of my truck for like yeah no see, and that's the thing if i'm in a truck like that and you park behind me i'm running you out of the way because there's <laughs> no way i feel safe as a black man getting surrounded by white guys getting angry with me in a gated community in a gated yeah. community bro i'm leaving and if you're there you're leaving with me or the party that gets stuck <laughs> to my truck is leaving with me like <laughs> Or I'm just gonna shoot you there and leave and call the cops later, dude. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll be all right. Like, you need to move, sir. Like, you're in danger because you didn't mind your business. Yep. That was rule number one. <laughs> yep. Rule number one can save you from a lot of trouble. From a lot of trouble. You know, yep. rule number one is, people not following rule number one is a big reason why people may not like black people. Because we um. really, we really value rule number one. Like, <laughs> we really don't like to be included in things that you know are our business and we don't like to be fucking you know bothered when we don't have yeah. to so yeah if you just follow rule number one we're cool yeah. we'll be that fine rule number one thing is is definitely like a a, 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 a white people trade up where so it's like oh my most of my parents are <laughs> michigan and mm-hmm. they're all white and you know my brother and i from here my brother lives back in michigan now when he first moved out there you know, he's got random people that come on his like property to ask him about this. Or he never seen that before. They don't know how to mind their business about nothing. Mm-hmm. If he starts building a porch, neighbor from two blocks down walks over. Oh, what are you building over here? It's weird. It's, it's honestly yeah. weird. <laughs> like, and the thing is too is like, if you're not my next door neighbor, what what are you asking for? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't give a shit what anybody does as long as they're not my next door neighbor and stopping me from sleeping. Yeah. Like if you if you're quiet and you do what you're doing all the way over there and it doesn't bother me, cool. Yeah. Rule number one completely exists. Like as long as you're not doing no stupid shit, like we're cool. We're absolutely fine. <laughs> like just leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> so what's rule number two? 
Uh, Rule number two is you have the right to defend yourself if somebody is in your business. Shit, yeah. <laughs> rule number two, if you didn't follow rule number one and you get your ass whooped, just take it. <laughs> Don't call the cops. Just take it. it you did this. <laughs> <laughs> because generally I mean, you asked for it <laughs> you did you asked what i was doing and now what i'm doing is whooping your ass like congratulations <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because <laughs> generally when you're when you're trampling on rule number one somebody's gonna say hey mind your business at least once mm-hmm. that's that's all you need to be reminded oh shit that's law now you know mm-hmm. mind your business yeah. <laughs> oh, that's law. Oh, we gotta write that down. It's law. It is a law. This is a real law. I'm gonna make shirts. <laughs> I'm gonna say rule number one: mind your fucking business. Yeah, I already got it written down. Actually. I was right. <laughs> You're like, I've already made the shirt. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna end this right here, and he's gonna start posting up his new shirt. <laughs> so I, I yeah. guess this is a good segue to get yeah. into police because. I guess you could say it seems like police have the right to get in your business, or do they? <laughs> I mean, to an, ex- to an extent sometimes, but it's, mm-hmm. it's too gray of an area and they use that against, you know, the people, they use that against us, um, yes. especially the black community. They use it as an excuse, you know, and they pull the whole detaining for some random ass uh, investigation that then they move in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a tool they use and it's ridiculous. Yeah, and like the thing is people are talking about like, oh, police have too many rights right now and it's absolutely correct. Uh, and then you have the people, the, I call them bootlickers because they're fucking bootlickers. Um, oh yeah. They're like, well, if the police don't have the weapons and the armor and the gear, we're gonna have another uh, Al Capone where, you know, he's going around just Tommy Gun police and SWAT members and shit. And I'm just like, well, yeah, sure, but like, <laughs> the only reason the crime was there is because you made a certain thing illegal that shouldn't have fucking been illegal, and people were like, yeah, I'm not with that, so we're going to exercise our rights to fucking do yeah. it. Just leave people alone, and none of that shit happens. Nobody's out here actively yeah. hunting cops down. You know what, my- And like, they all think we're just actively out there, like, yeah, today's the day. Today's yeah. the day I'm going to shoot one cop and get my ass whooped all the way from arresting to the precinct and then suicide yeah. myself. Like and you that's ask, like you're, you want that, that's what you're seeking. <laughs> right. You know what blows my mind is a lot of the people that like, you know, like they support the cops and like this and they say like, well, if you were uh, being doing this, like that like infringement on our rights, it affects them too. And there's multiple videos of like, uh, I've seen videos, you know, like where white people, the cops come up and they shoot their dog, you know, because um, they came on their property wanting to investigate some, or they, there was one they shot the old white dude because he, he saw a commotion in his front yard at like 1 a.m. He has his gun going up to his front door. He gets shot twice in the stomach by the cops. It's like, That's crazy. You know, it doesn't, it affects the black community a lot more, but it still affects our, like, you know, everybody mm-hmm. else too. So why don't they have a problem with it? Like, why do they choose to, like you said, why do they choose to be bootlickers instead of, you know, supporting the Constitution. Like, yeah, and instead of just fighting for our rights, like... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's simple. It's our rights, and it's like, it's not just their rights. It's everybody's rights. So why aren't you trying to fight the same cause? Like, yeah, I've definitely seen um, today, for, for some reason, today's hashtag was uh, 
white lives matter and stuff and it wasn't just about white like it's, it's really not about black and white anymore it's really about what side of justice you're on and so i'm seeing a lot of black people coming out like going against the cause and i'm like you would think oh they're black they understand yeah but yep. Apparently, there's actually a lot of black people. Oh, wait, hold on. Lance got disconnected. Oh, but it's still recording, though. Hold on, let me see. He said he's trying to reconnect. You might have to kick us off and reopen it. Do you have... Are you are you recording, um, David? No, I mean, I don't even know how to... How to oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, maybe I am. It says recording up here. I really don't know how, uh, how okay, to... Okay, he... Lance is back, actually. Okay, cool. So yeah, Lance, I'm just oh, gonna go back, back to what, what I was saying. <laughs> yes, yes, please. So um, what I was saying is, to, to, it's interesting that today's hashtag on Twitter, mind you, because I'm in media, I always when I wake up in the morning, I always check what's trending on Twitter first. Of course. And so what was trending was, let me see, I was not trending anymore. Anyway, it was White Lives Matter. It was really? White Lives Matter. It was Blue Lives Matter. It was Trina. I was in here like, okay, so today's theme is we're starting to see who's on what side. And so I was actually surprised to see there's a lot of black people who are going against the cause. <laughs> And they're yeah. in support of, 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 you know, people being arrested, you know, for these protests. And they're in support. <laughs> and I'm saying, like, what? Yeah, that, that don't make no damn sense. <laughs> like, this is not even about being black and white anymore. This this is all about what, what side do you stand on justice at this point? <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, to be honest, that's like, yeah. if you like backtrack the biggest thing is like police brutality a, a screwed up judicial system with no justice like yeah but, it's the easiest way to piss off literally everybody's not have justice for the thing that keeps fucking happening like, yeah like that's why, why is that a problem mad. for someone why is that a, it, it, it doesn't make sense how that's a problem for someone that like you talk about how much you support the law well if you support the law someone's why don't you support justice yeah like, and Touching back on the, the black people on that side of the whole, you know, white lives matter, blue lives matter kind of deal. Uh, I feel like a lot of it is a mixture of the work environment that they're in. And if they have family members who are in law enforcement, that mm -hmm. they, it's yeah. kind of like, they feel like everybody's bullying their family member because they're like, yeah. oh, well, my family member's great. Or the people I work with are great. And this is definitely prevalent uh, in the EM, like EMS and the EMS triangle, I call it EMS fire and uh, police, yeah. like the public servant triangle, which police hate being called yeah, public servants, but literally the rest too. of us are cool. Yeah, and military as well. Um, but like, especially with like the, the public servant triangle here, like if you work in one of those things, it's expected of you to be fully supportive of the next branch, right? And I yeah. remember working EMS myself, it, it was a damn near crime to call out against cops, you know? And it's just like, no, not all of you fuckers are good. And most of y'all are just doing too goddamn much. And it's, it is weird to me too, to see like so much black support in 
those kind of ways, you know, where it's just like, oh, well, white lives matter and police lives matter. And I'm just like, that's weird. Yeah, I, I understand they... why, but I feel like you're just ignoring a literal epidemic of... Yeah, they're like, not listening to the real message. Like, they, yeah, like, assuming it's their feelings. Their family member, like, no, we're not attacking your family member. No, we're not attacking, like, all cops. We're, what we're attacking is the bad cops to get away with this and get paid leave for murder. Right. Like, I will admit that, they, uh, I will say I'm going after all cops. I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and say it. No, and, and the only reason I say well, that is because... As a whole. Yeah, the, all, the department as a whole. And the only reason yeah. I say that is because if you want me to believe you're a really good guy, you're going to stop your fucking brothers from beating the shit out of people yeah. in general. Everybody. Me, people who look like me, etc. If you're yeah. a really good guy who's upholding the law, when you see somebody put their fucking knee on goddamn people's necks and you hear that guy start crying, I can't breathe, you should move your friend, like yeah, move it's like your you brother have an ob- or sister. Obligation, like yeah, it's your obligation. And the thing that pisses people off, myself very much included, is that they will hide behind this fraternal order of cops before they serve any justice. So if one does something terribly wrong, they will all defend it, or yeah. they'll get real quiet about it. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, okay. And we'll, and you ask them, like, why don't you speak up against it? And they're like, well, you know how the system is. Or you know what they're going to, you know, I, I don't want to get fired. Or I don't want to get the shit jobs, right? And it's just like, you saying that, you're admitting you know there's a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, why aren't you speaking up with, uh, why, aren't, why haven't you guys gotten together with other people who mm-hmm. think the same way you do? And why did you even join? Why are you still there? Like, there, there's a lot of questions that go into that. And yeah. it's just like... Yeah, like the good cop, bad cop thing isn't really a conversation whenever the good cops cannot speak out and will not speak out out of the same fear of being outed and treated that way. Yeah. And ever since I've seen being silent literally killing George Floyd, because that man sat there and didn't say nothing or do anything. Ah, three of them sat there and didn't do anything. Yeah, three. You're right, you're right. They didn't show that in the area that I've seen. Yeah. But... But, but you're right. Being yeah, there were three grown is, men. Yeah, there were three grown men holding down a detained man who couldn't breathe and was being actively suffocated. Like, yeah, yeah you're all three pieces of shit. Like, I don't care how outstanding your records are or were before this incident. You're a piece of shit because you were too afraid to do anything. Mm. Yeah, before you to- know it's a problem. Have you all seen the video the the white cop in his cop car talking about how he he's not going to um, do, pro, like partake in all the protests, like uh, whatever, the riot gear stuff, and mm-hmm. then the curfews for the virus, that he doesn't believe the Constitution was written for that. And he got mm-hmm. fired. Did y'all see that? He got fired? Oh, I didn't see oh, I didn't see he got fired, but I, I, yeah. I'm not, and that's the thing, I'm not surprised either. Like, that's how you know it's a big problem. When you, you're going and you're, you're there for justice, you're for the Constitution, and that's what the police are supposed to do, protect and serve. And mm-hmm. he, he speaks up against that and he gets fired for it. <laughs> yeah, and that's really just the thing. It's just like, yo, so does it just not matter what the fuck I do? Like, should, like, in this, and that brings up a lot of a big question a lot of people are having nowadays uh, do we just hunt cops? Like, what's going to make them change? And I'm not equipped to answer that question, but like, I understand people's outrage in that situation. It's not fair to, of course, the quote unquote good ones. But at the same time, something's got to give, and I really think we're dangerously close to something given. Like, yeah, 
Yep. Um, it, it, I, I was kind of, I've been lately kind of comparing it to like, well, I spent six years in Marine Corps and, uh, in the Marine Corps, like everybody, everybody is held to like accountable for like literally everything you do wrong. Like, and, and everybody holds everybody accountable. It's kind of cool. Um, but the, what really stood out for me is like, in the Marine Corps, when you go to like a combat zone, they have rules of engagement, like for like shooting back, like, and there's a lot of these rules and they even give you a card to stick on your shoulder. So like, how can Marines like refrain from shooting people that potentially kill them? Just, yeah. You know, cops can't even do that in the, our own street in America for civilians. Right. And that's the thing, like people like to bring that exact thing up and go, well, uh, everybody hates cops and I'm like I'm pretty sure not everybody hates cops as much as like foreigners hate somebody with a gun in their country oh yeah like exactly like, like I'm, way, there's no comparison yeah there's no fucking comparison like at all whatsoever ever every every friend of mine every family member of mine that's been to the military been in combat and come back is utterly disgusted by how cops act like yeah. and they should be yeah, they're just like, dude, like, I, they're like, we have to fire like half a fucking mag just to just to shoot a dude who's two feet in front of me with a gun, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, no, motherfucker, like, we have to wave him down, flag him down, do a little bit of the robot just before we can be like, okay, yeah, this guy may want to kill me. It, I'm telling you, that's true. Like, I think I still have a, a card. They give it to us on our shoulder for, and it's like, so like when you stand gate guard at like a certain base that you're at, like you have mm -hmm. a rule of engagement and like the first one is like the hand signal, the second one is shooting on the side, and then the third one is popping smoke, and then the fourth one is your partner popping smoke. There's like four or five steps before you can actually shoot back without yeah. being in trouble. Exactly. Yeah, there is no, there's no steps <laughs> for no. a police officer. There's no steps for a police officer. and. The thing that just keeps, like we said it before, the thing that pisses people off the most is when cops kill somebody, that person is innocent and unarmed, and the cop gets paid leave, like you were saying. Yeah. Like, that's, they get that's, paid leave, a slap on the wrist, their name kind of gets shuffled around in the system, and yeah, you never and hear about like, it. Oh, he got fired. Like, ooh, like he's not going to go to the next department over and get his job. Yeah. So, fun fact you say that uh i used to work when i worked at ems i know a lot of those stupid stories I, I worked at ems with a dude who one of the coos was uh, he's a cop he's a firefighter and he was a paramedic and he was like the big three but he owned he helped he was like a co-owner of this company well i guess he got fucking slammed one night and he went on facebook and started posting shit like uh a way to stop illegal immigration would be to put up bean feeders you know, like deer feeders, but bean feeders, yeah. and just start and start picking them off. And he was silently removed from being one of our owners. He was quote unquote fired from the, the police department and the fire department he worked for. And like, not even a month later, he was back to being one of our active owners, and he was hired on like two other places. He was fine. Nothing happened yeah. to this guy. Uh, they were on the news. It was an event here for a while, like for like a week or so and then just poof and went away like and he's just back working like nothing ever fucking happened it just gets swept under the rug it gets swept under the rug you keep him out of the media just long enough to where it just didn't exist anymore yep that, and, that like hush kind of whatever yeah. like underground policy kind of thing which right. is why we have to keep the conversation alive 
Exactly. Yeah. Like the conversation is one of the biggest points, and I keep telling people, uh, you know, people ask like, how do I support? How do I, you know, how do I help? And the biggest thing is a keep the conversation alive. Keep B, the conversation alive. Yeah. B know your stance. Speak your stance. Do not be afraid to speak your stance. And of course, C promote people who are doing that. If you got a friend who has a media outlet, and every time they have a media outlet, you you like the button and you leave it alone, you're not helping anybody. You're not even helping your friend. <laughs> you don't even have to intently watch it. Like it, share it. That's it, it's just that fucking simple. Yeah. A, lo a lot of people treat their social media like it's this curated, like beautiful bonsai tree. And they're like, oh no, can't, can't share that. It doesn't fit the mold of my memes, you know? <laughs> And I'm yeah. just like, people are so weird with their likes and their retweets and their shares. And I'm just like, at this point too, especially because I'm like, I know you're not afraid to share things. I have seen people share some obscene ass memes on their goddamn page. But at the same time, you're like, hey man, I got a shirt that's like, it's gonna donate, I'm donating the proceeds to first row people. And I know you agree with that. And I'm like, yeah, I do like. It's like, please share it because I'm trying to help people. And they're like, nah, just a like is going to be enough for you, buddy. You stay over there and keep on keeping on. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird situation. Because if it wasn't for all of our conversations and our opinions and our sharings and our reposting, mm -hmm. we wouldn't have gotten four convictions today. No, not at all. Not at all. This would have oh, been just I mean, like it would have been every other fucking time. When that all first went down and then it started, like the riots had just started and people were talking about like, oh, looting, this uh, doesn't solve anything. I kept commenting the same thing. I was like, I don't know about you, but once the riot started, it wasn't less than 36 hours the officer was uh, pursued to the mayor. <laughs> I wonder why that is. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't, I, I just, I don't understand where people draw their line at this weird fake patriotism. Because looting and rioting is the most patriotic form of expression in this goddamn country. And literally every goddamn country that has ever existed and now has a border recognized on a global map. That is how it happened. There's so many people that aren't even white, like just other, I guess I hate the term people of color, other minorities, because I, I ooh, it's a whole other rant on people of color, but <laughs> the other minorities who are so proud to be from the places they're from, or they're so proud to have the heritage they have, you didn't come to exist even because you peacefully protested and respected the property of things around you. Your ancestors didn't get here that way. You didn't get here this way. Just shut the hell up for a bit. I get it. You don't like innocent people. Business is being hurt, but like, Here's the catch. If you make the people rioting happy, they'll build the fucking community back up. But if yeah. you don't, nobody gets to sleep or eat. <laughs> yeah. And you as a government are going to have to make a really big decision. Are you going to just let people keep getting their shit destroyed over and over, no matter how much opposition you bring? Or are you going to arrest four people so that everybody goes, cool, thanks, appreciate the talk? Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, all of this literally could have been avoided if the very second this happened, somebody came out and said, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's facing criminal charges. Because exactly. getting fired isn't enough. Exactly. And, and like, of course- Getting fired is nothing. It's literally nothing. Not for them, goddammit. Like, getting yeah. fired is nothing for them. 
He's gonna go to the next precinct. He's gonna get a fucking desk job, and his name will never pop up on paperwork that we'll be able to see and, again. And let's say he never gets his a job back as a police officer. It still does nothing for justice. Still does nothing for us. Like no. he still got off scot free with murder. And that's that's the root of all the problem. And it go, and it goes to the whole uh, not. It goes the whole conversation of black on black crime, where people are just like, oh, well, nobody cares whenever black people kill other black people. And I'm just like, well, yes, we do, you fucking idiot. Like, everybody <laughs> cares, you fucking ding dong. Like, everybody gives a shit. But the thing is, when a black guy kills another black guy, that black guy either gets killed or he fucking goes to jail. He doesn't get away with murder very often. Exactly. Like, they don't get away with it. <laughs> they don't get, and that's why nobody's super rioting. And everybody and everybody and their mama likes to bring up Chicago. Like I get it, Chicago fucking sucks. Like people die all the time. There's a large gun violence situation going on. I definitely fucking get it. But the same way the police and government haven't helped Chicago is the same way a civilian hasn't helped Chicago. Who's outside what, of Chicago? When I when people bring up Chicago and they bring up the black on black crime, I always try to remind them. I'm like. I mean, last time I checked, the police came after the people, those criminals that shot the person. They convict them if they catch them. But last time I checked, the police officer that shot an innocent man didn't get anything. Yeah. So. And that's why the tag exists. It's because there's no justice for us yeah. at the hands of police. That's why yeah. people are mad. That's why we speak up so much more openly for it. And I think a lot of people don't realize when, not even if, I'm being optimistic about this, when black people win this whole justice against the police situation it's gonna make everybody's life better it's mm. gonna make every yeah. fucking demographic better because mm-hmm. if black people don't have to worry about that shit you damn sure know hispanics and whites and indians and asians don't have to worry about that shit because mm-hmm. if the most hated group in the world not even just america in the fucking world can get justice against a tyrannical gang I think everybody's gonna kind of, you know, be like, oh, I appreciate you guys for sticking it out, you know? And like, (laughs) in fucking 30 years, we're gonna be heroes in somebody's book, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, like, a lot of people just aren't, they don't think like that. They think in terms of like, well, my peace is, my peace and quiet is, you know, it's being threatened and I can't see my funny pictures on the internet because you always share, you know, your shit on the internet. And I'm just like, well, yeah, dude, this shit's important. Your funny pictures are gonna be there, but like, it's gotten to the point, and I know we talked about this last time, it doesn't feel right to share funny pictures or even laugh. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right to enjoy myself right now because I feel like I have yeah. a lot of fucking work to do. Yeah, to me, get a lot like, of people. Then, yeah, yeah. I, that, that's definitely something. Like, for me, it was like, it didn't feel right, and it, it almost feels kind of, like, disrespectful. Like, yeah, it feels super disrespectful, and it feels like, I don't know, it feels like, hey, you're wasting a big movement of energy amongst a lot of people mm-hmm. and it also just feels like like you said it's disrespectful as shit like you know it's like okay he died people are protesting okay cool they're doing their thing over there here come my funny pictures i can i can go back to normal and normal doesn't exist anymore until we make a new normal like yeah we're gonna have to make a new normal and that's what we're that's what we're rocking with like because there's i I can't enjoy things anymore (laughs) you know i can't just sit here and be like i I don't get normal enjoyment out of things i always get enjoyment out of anymore and it sucks but i know it's necessary you know yeah it is necessary i hope it doesn't die down and just kind of fall off it already has a few times from you know like when trayvon martin yeah 
like it, it picked up but it died off like i hope this doesn't die off i hope it people are like no we're not done until you you you, you change something exactly and i i really think this time it is because we've gotten a lot more worldwide uh, oh, movement yeah. out of this and a big thing about that too is we've gotten world, a worldwide movement in the face of worldwide lockdown so i think that's what's making this a lot more impactful everybody was stuck inside around the world yeah we they, made, they, we got, made, they got time they got yeah, time, they got, time. They got nothing but time and now we're making them come outside we're making them uh, like abandon this COVID shit People yeah. have people have decided that it's more important to be vocal and outside than it is to social distance and that it is to uh, adhere by a virus that will go away at some point or we will find a cure for it. It's more important to fight this right now because this thing ain't going away until we make it go away. This isn't some hide in your house until a cure is found situation. This is a, it's more important for us to be vocal, out and active and chance our own safety than it is for us to be at home eating chips going, man, that sucks. Yep. Like. Pick a side, pick a side. Pick a side. <laughs> There's like, I, I was, I've been talking to people and they're like, man, you know, I just kind of stay quiet through it. I'm like, you are on the wrong side because if you're staying quiet from it, the only thing you're doing is you're increasing the comfortability around people that are in your social circle and sphere, sphere of influence you're letting them be comfortable with bullshit they should never be comfortable with because you don't want to rock the boat a little bit yeah and you, and you want to know something i'm saying yes. kind of thinking about it now us expressing our opinion on social media is kind of like the new form of voting <laughs> oh actually like we us expressing our full our you know, us expressing this, like you said, on social media is new voting, and we are, it's, it's influence. This is media. When people say the media controls everything, we are literally the media right now. Like, this is it. We're the media. Everything we post, everything we share, everything we like, everything we say, comment, laugh at, that's media. We are an influencing force, and every single person is an influencing force. And I think that's why I haven't actually manually unadded anybody because I want them to be fucking sick and tired of what they see from me to where they either make a decision to learn more or to unadd me. I'm not unadding a single fucking person, but I can tell you I've already lost a lot of people because I've actively been looking for some people that I know are either A, cops, or B, gonna be pissed the fuck off. And I've been looking for them motherfuckers and a lot of them got them little uh, ad friend name, ad friend signs next to their names now. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that, that's how it is. That's just how it's gonna go, you know. No love <laughs> lost because like, you didn't love no way, right? Yeah. So fuck it. <laughs> like we were, we were all cool with the funny pictures, but when I started saying, "Hey man, y'all need to get yourselves in line," you didn't want to hear from me no more, which is cool. Which is yeah. cool, you know. If the literal sentence, "Hey man, get your friends to stop killing us," really offends you, then you deserve to be offended. Like, "Hey man, yeah. get your friends to stop killing us." Like that's a, it's a really simple request. <laughs> yeah and, and a lot of people being like actively silent on it like you know like i, I don't know i feel like what is that thing? like silence silence is complacency like you're yes. you're complacent with with what's going on so you're okay with it in a way you're mm-hmm. it does it doesn't affect you you don't see this so you don't care you right know? right and it's like you, you just don't give a fuck so cool stay over there and don't give a fuck you're just against it now that's all i'm gonna be you as 
exactly because yeah. there's way too much going on there's way too many people on here posting nonsense and misinformation and yeah. racism yeah. we need you to be on there so you can be like uh-uh this ain't okay because yo we're, we're not having it <laughs> I got some real good friends and I, I got to I'm gonna bring them on these in some future podcast episodes where they are chewing people out. They're calling people's employers. They, they've gotten some people fucked up. And <laughs> if they're listening right now, I know they know you're the friend. I'm not going to say your name, friends, but y'all are the friends. <laughs> and you will be getting an invite and I hope you're listening to this like <laughs> just be ready because that's going to be a messy fucking episode like I don't even think I'll speak for that episode yeah but uh <laughs> have y'all seen this thing it's a little off topic but have y'all no, seen no. this thing on Facebook it's like a link that takes you directly to show you who and your friends are yeah. followers Trump followers yes. of Trump right, I, so I have I, seen I've that been, link I have been attacked by like five people so far because I follow Trump. I, I like to say <laughs> relevant. I like to stay relevant on yeah. certain topics. I want to see what the hell he has to say. All the dumb shit he has to say, I want to see that. Yeah. It's oh, that's more funny. Fuel and ammunition. But, yeah. but you know, Jimmy, Jimmy tagged yeah. me, posted in there. <laughs> Ariel Gunner tagged me, posted me in it. Uh, who that's else? That's funny. Because I follow Trump so I can know what he, because Trump, yeah. he tweets all day. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's a smart like, especially for your business, Erica. Like your company, exactly. like it's smart for you to follow somebody like that. He's literal walking footage and gold. Like exactly. And, oh, so, and somebody on my oh, <laughs> I know somebody on my fucking um, on my group or not my group, my friend list. They shared it with what you just said, David. They just they shared it with the title of uh, "I follow Trump because of these reasons" listed, like. It's not a support thing. It's a, Ooh. I really don't want to not know what this fucker's tweeting. <laughs> like, you keep way. your friends close, but you keep your enemies closer. <laughs> exactly. Now, I do have a lot of people. Oh, segways. <laughs> do segways make whoop whoop so noises? I don't know. Or are they just like <laughs> silently like. <laughs> but you know what? You should you should definitely get the sound bite for that because that would be a great a sound bite when you do when it is time to go to another subject. That's the time within the last subject. Or we just way. we could just always just like nasty <laughs> like just obnoxious as fuck, you know? <laughs> you can tell I li- I listen to podcasts, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, segue alert. Speaking of having reasons to follow Trump, uh-huh. um there's like this list of all these restaurants and companies that's um, donating to Trump's campaign. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Chick-fil-A and all that. Yeah. yeah, and so they're saying, hey, don't spend your money here. And, you know, I was kind of thinking today, I'm like, you know, these people probably don't support Trump. They probably just support whatever law he has that, that fits their business, you know? <laughs> like, and how do y'all, what do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about that? I think maybe like, uh, well, definitely like bigger corporations, they're loving Trump right now in a way, you know, that he's saving them on taxes and stuff like that. So like, and you know, with the people that are like the top 1%, the only thing they give a damn about is their pockets. So whoever's filling their pockets more, that's who they're going to support. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what size. you know, like, but like, uh, for like, I feel weird about like not supporting someone because there's a lot of people that like 
that you and I probably know that work at these normal places, you know. Exactly. Like, that's who we're really supporting in New York. They're not, I don't want to support like the people who are trying to like support Trump, but I do want to support people that like want and need a job. Exactly. Yes, that is true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I feel the same way you do. Like at first I was like, fuck those places. And then you just said words and I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, you know. But like literally before you started talking, I was like, yeah, fuck it, you know, just don't support them, you know. But you're right, you know, you don't support them, and now we have to make up jobs for these other people, yeah. mm-hmm. which it's not a. I also don't think it's wrong though. If you don't want to support them because of that, I still don't think it's wrong. I just yeah. agreed. agreed. But that is like a mini segue into, like, not a full segue, like a, a quarter of a segue uh, into we need more like black businesses and open-minded businesses in general, True. and we need to support the fuck out of them because there should there shouldn't be a reason that we can't boycott something because we can't afford to hire good people back somewhere else. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I mean, support your homeboys and homegirls who got like restaurants and they're trying to make a chain out of their own business. And the only reason you don't go there is because they don't give you a discount because you look like them. Yeah. Black people, guys, help me out here. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That's my real big complaint is please stop. <laughs> if you're black and I'm black and I have my business, Please don't ask me for a discount because we're black. Especially like, like, I have like to friends, eat. you know? Yeah. It's like friends and sporting, like you should kind of like, you should want to pay for that and support, like that's your friend that's about to be on the come up and you don't be asking for a free this shirt or free that, like, no, help them out. <laughs> I will say so far, most of my friends, well, not most, most all of them, uh, have been, ooh, they've been real supportive of, of my, all my endeavors, my business and et cetera. Like, and they haven't been so audacious as to ask for discounts, which I really appreciate, you know? And we need to be more like that just in general, because I don't, I can't say how many people have asked for discounts for no real payback, you know? Like, yeah. like I know this is $20, but like, I got $7.50. Me, <laughs> let, let me get like two dabs of the oil and put it on my hand, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that works, man. But no, that, sorry, that was, a, that was a mini segue, more like a... No, it's still it's not a, still not a pool. <laughs> you know, same <laughs> same air of thinking, I guess. You know, <laughs> but no, like uh, in terms of the boycott stuff, I am a hundred percent with putting out. Hmm, how do I phrase this without seeming weird? Uh, I'm a hundred percent with putting out a couple of places to boycott that deserve to be boycotted, and seeing how well we as a community do that, mm-hmm. because. If we can make Popeye's fucking millions of dollars with no advertising and only advertising and literally going crazy within ourselves about a fucking sandwich that's not even that damn good. I said it. Um, I I had it, so. It's a chicken sandwich. Like, it's it's chicken that's fried. You slap a pickle or two on it. You throw some sauce on it. You put some buns on it. Yeah, good. It's a chicken sandwich. You've had them your whole life. Now Popeyes is charging you like six bucks for them. And you make it punched in line. Who knows? It's a fucking gamble. But if we can make Popeyes millions of fucking dollars doing that, there's no reason we can't, like, just, like, if, if us as a community, like, say, just in Houston in general, we had five businesses we were going to support every week. Like, just five businesses we chose, like, we're going to support this business. We'd have a lot more fucking like set like millionaires or at least six figure earners 
like just in general, like in a, in a, by the end of the year, people would be on a huge come up because we're like, all right, cool, we're focusing on five businesses a week, five small businesses, boom, we're gonna support the shit out every week. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Houston That's would be the city to make something like that actually happen. They could be, you know, like literally a, a day for that, a week for that. I, they always. I'm, a, I'm actually writing that. that down right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gonna do that. I'm, I'm, I'm running that down right now. I'm gonna start like posting that. We're gonna start supporting five businesses a week. And yeah. I mean, spend if 30 people spend 10 bucks, you know, like at a business a week, that's 2,000 bucks that somebody didn't have, you know? Like, yeah. that's not that much money when you're just like, like, cause 30 people, like, I know 30 people who would spend 10 bucks somewhere, like, that's good. Yeah. You're, you're telling me they wouldn't spend 50 bucks total a week supporting five different businesses? 10 bucks a pop, just here's 3,000 bucks, you know? Congratulations, congratulations. Like, that's not a lot of money. It's not a lot of support that's even necessary, which, which kind of angers me that it's not happening that way. <laughs> I saw a post, I don't remember who it was, from somebody from either Coal Valley or Elkin, that it was, it was asking, like, for, they specifically said, for the black community, why don't you shop at black-owned businesses? Or why don't you go there? Mm -hmm. um, I, so, like, what is y'all taking? Like, what, is there any reason y'all wouldn't? I thought, I found that interesting, especially the person who was asking. I don't know their name. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary, what do you think about that? I didn't hear the question. <laughs> why don't you <laughs> shop at, why don't you shop at black-owned businesses? Oh, okay. Well, well. I'll, say I'll it. Play, say I'll it. I have to play. I have to play the devil's advocate. I think I know what you're gonna say, and it's not the devil's advocate if it's true. It's or... the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. You know, black black businesses. A lot of times, when I put the label "black business" on there, is really kind of a warning. Hey, it may be. <laughs> it may be some attitude over there. They may yeah. treat you right. I will, and, I will agree with that. Some you of know, need, they uh, may not have the equipment sufficient to get you what you want at the quality that you want. You know, they may not have enough people working to help you in a timely manner. It can be so many different reasons. And I, and I try not to hold that against my people because, again, we're kind of like doing this with no blueprint, no knowledge behind it you know it's just hustle is you know passion you know it, we didn't have a million dollar loan and, you know what I'm saying and so a lot of times I try not to hold it against my people the only time I really hold it against my people when they being black quote unquote mm -hmm. in their business is when when I get attitude like let's say I go to a black restaurant and they're just not treating me right you yeah, know, that's I the only time I'm gonna hold it against you. That's the like, only time. <laughs> yeah, like not having, you know, if, if, if I know I'm going to a small black owned business, mm -hmm. I'm aware that it's the same small business that it could be with any color person. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as you communicate with me, hey man, look, your order's gonna be out a little, uh, a little late because I got like 50 people in here and I'm really only used to 20, right? Exactly. It's like, all right, cool. You know, I'm with that shit. That's why I'm here. I want mm -hmm. you to get used to bigger numbers because I want exactly. you to get used to being successful. I'm here exactly. for that. But when you start giving me an attitude, or mm -hmm. you, or you don't. Okay, so I was I was describing this to a friend of mine the other uh, the other day. If you don't put on your customer service voice with me because I'm black, 
like you would put on for white people if you worked mm. at Wendy's or Whataburger. Mm. If you don't give me the same customer service voice, I'm gonna be a little upset. Not upset, <laughs> not upset enough to get at you, but upset enough to be like, do I just, do you not see me like as a customer though? Like you don't deserve my service. I want to help you because you're black, I'm black, let's be black together. Fuck yeah. it, let's go half on the country, you know? like. Um, <laughs> I, I want to help, but like it's hard to help whenever you don't get the same treatment, exactly. and it's hard to support your business if you're not going to give me the same treatment. And there's a there's a fucking amazing restaurant. Everybody loves it. It's right around the corner from me. I'm not going to say its name. It's black owned. Uh. It's it's great. I love it to the. It's amazing food. But if I don't place my order ahead so that my interaction time is very minimal, I would never fucking go in there and want to order. Because the couple of times I've tried, I just get attitude or ignored at the register and get an attitude thrown at me when I'm like, hey, I'm ready to order. And you're like, you don't see me talking? Like, <laughs> I will knock all this shit over, bro. Like, don't. <laughs> Don't do this. Like, I, I want to be here. Your food's great. I love your food. I love the fact that you're here killing it. People love your food all the time. They talk about it. They want it non-fucking-stop. I want it. I love y'all's food. But y'all got to learn how to act sometimes. <laughs> like, I get it. This is like, and it's just like if somebody came over to my house and was like, Lance, your house is kind of dirty. My first instinct was, you can get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> I invited you. Get the fuck out. I paid for this. I, I get that mentality 100%. I'm with it. I understand but like for a business, it's hospitality. You, yeah. you gotta yeah. be accommodating you want somebody to people. to come back. <laughs> yeah, cause like if I invite you over and you're like, hey man, it's a little dirty. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Let me, like, I'm not gonna like, get the fuck out. Like I'm gonna kind of straighten up a little bit. But if I spent all day cleaning and you walk over to something, you do me like the white glove test and you like drape your finger across the shoe, you're like, mm, dust, huh? You gotta get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> like I didn't see your ass in here dusting or paying for shit. Like. <laughs> But like if I like if I'm not a business like I'm I'm with you you're like I'm not a big fan of the uh, of fucking attitudes like because it's just not necessary mm-hmm. like if, like if I can get somebody at, at McDonald's fucking where they where you pull up and they say go ahead like if I can get somebody at McDonald's to apologize for making my order wrong there ain't no reason I shouldn't be able to come to y'all's business and get and get good shit or at least good yeah. treatment you know like I don't yeah. care I, I'll eat off of plastic, you know, you have a plastic plate with plastic utensils. I'm with that shit. But like, <laughs> just treat me right, please. And don't make me feel stupid for coming in here. That's really the big thing. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. But I have been making a point to just go out my way to um, support black business. Yeah, and just absolutely. People. Even if I'm not buying anything, like, you know, I'll message somebody or comment and be like, hey, I like what you're doing or you know those clothes look great your makeup looks good um, your product is amazing you know so yeah and then I share it because I'm a good person uh, <laughs> you know it's like that's, that's really the thing. I'm with you like you, know, you don't have to buy everything you see from a black business you don't have to do all that like you said just a couple of nice words it's really all a lot of people need to keep going because hey I really like your stuff thank you like I appreciate that yeah, you know, a little bit of interaction goes a long way with people who don't think that this business is a smart idea. Like, <laughs> so I do have a question, Dave. I know, I know you're not a black person. You know, shocking. Yeah. We've already stated I'm, that. I'm, I'm white as hell. 
<laughs> fair, fair. Uh, what's your first thought whenever somebody says you got to start supporting black businesses? You know, like, and also, have you been accosted by black people who think you just don't understand or don't empathize with what's going on? I mean, yeah. Oh, like uh, right now, oh it's Ariel, a- Ariel Gunner uh, apparently thinks I'm a racist right now because I follow Trump. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ariel, give, give him some slack. Give him some slack. <laughs> yeah, J- Jimmy uh, told me to plead my case. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it often, but not. I don't get questions like, "Are you asking me just like, do I support black businesses?" No, no, no. I, I mean, it was more like you're answering the question I was asking. I just asked the question oh, okay. weird, but you know, like just being white on this side of the spectrum because I've heard a couple of white friends be like, yo, I feel attacked a lot now. And I'm just like, I, I, I mean, I'm it. not like actually being, I guess you could say cyber tech. I could, you could say for people who are like uninformed, they don't, they obviously don't know me or haven't seen what I've been posting or haven't seen what I've been talking, actively talking to a lot of people about this. Um, I mean, Eric, you see my comments constantly, but there's a lot of people that don't and uh, just quickly assume, <clears throat> which it's like, it's like, I get it, you know, but do your due diligence first. <laughs> like, you, you're, you, you don't want to like lose your allies kind of thing. And that's the thing too, like I, I got a lot of white friends who, it almost feels like self-flagellation, you know, like they're almost beating themselves up trying to prove they're good people. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. you're already good people. Just keep being good people. Don't beat yourself up. There's already gonna be a lot of motherfuckers yeah. out there who are gonna try to do that for you because they don't know no better. Yeah. You know, and like I mean, you said, keep your allies. You know, if somebody's not doing wrong by you, don't go out of your way to fucking make them feel worse, you know? Yeah. And it's so funny. It's so funny, David. Literally, I just got on Facebook and the first post I see is <laughs> What? Interesting. It has the list. That is so funny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I love it. I, I love it when people post things and it's so inaccurate and it's so like not what you think. But people be in the comments like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm like, no, this is not okay. Stop digging them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, not okay. it's like everybody wants to be a part of like they want to be responsible for starting their own miniature cancel culture so they're like yeah. oh this white guy i know follows trump he's a racist like and it's like no dude i i just like being up to date on shit yeah like ariel over here she's like right now she said they thought they were slick like no you thought you were slick you don't even know what you're talking about bro. <laughs> i cannot wait for this episode to go up. And <laughs> fucking Ariel's listening. Oh, I hope she listens. I can't yeah, wait Ariel to hear her, like, her. yeah, I, I can't wait to see her response to, like, knowing that, like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> wait a second. Hey, guys. Post, please, please, keep posting your opinions on Facebook. I'm trying to see something. <laughs> Yo, this has been my favorite part of this whole thing, because people are answering a lot of questions for me. I don't even have to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I've I've kind of swayed away from like my own like with the personal connections. Like, I comment on like what anybody's I see post or I post videos 
myself of the, the police totality but when it comes to like real discussion like i found like for me like trying to make any kind of difference i belong to a lot of different military groups and stuff like that and you it's it's you think it's bad on y'all's facebook if i sent you some screenshots you would be mind blown so like that's where i'm trying to get my like two cents in the most in those areas because mm-hmm. i know for a fact a lot of them are just like how do i say it they're not like maybe i'm assuming they just don't really truly think that way that's not where their heart really is they're just mm-hmm. following their peers they're still in the military and they're still surrounded by some of this they're just being a part of it and they're just weak-minded i'm trying mm-hmm. to change that <laughs> and i'm glad i'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. you know not everything we do is going to be posted on social media like you don't have to go back on your social media and say hey guys i've been fighting for y'all in these groups right you know what i mean so yeah. i really appreciate i really appreciate um that you have been so outspoken on where you stand and um, understanding because we need more people like you, no matter what your color is. It, this is beyond being black and white guys. Like yeah. this is beyond being a black person because we've seen black people coming out and saying that they don't agree. So I, I just appreciate anybody coming out and just defending for the cause. I think it's, yeah. it's cool. It's, a, it's like a. It's good to have. It's good to have allies of different cultures, different races. Mm-hmm. It's like it. It's they're like the liaison to that race, almost like to bring in yeah. people, like to get them to recognize. It's the same for other movements. I mean, look at the LGBTQ and like the feminist movement. Like when you get you add like men into that or race, you know, it it makes that movement a lot more powerful. Exactly. Like. And a lot of people really don't understand that. Like I've seen plenty of videos and TikToks and Instagram posts about like black people in other states and cities who are just like, I don't even know, I don't give a fuck about that guy or the cause. I'm broke and I just want to leave. Like I'm here to hit a lick. Like, and it's just like, yeah, thanks. Appreciate that one, dude. Like, appreciate you going <laughs> online and sharing that. You know, me- meanwhile, you got guys like yourself, like white guys, Hispanic guys, Mexican people, just in general, like, actually out here being like hey you need to be empathetic to the situation but everybody would shoot you down a minute you know millions of seconds faster before they shot anybody else of color down and not everybody who's black is for the cause you know like i don't i think that's the biggest pain right about now to figure out it's like there's a lot of black people out there who just don't give a fuck about black people like I mean, that's one of the most painful things currently. Like, I expected to lose friends of different ethnicities. You know, I expected to lose connections I had there. Yeah. I expected to lose some of our own too, but like, the number is. <laughs> alarming. <laughs> alarming, yeah, al- very alarming. Like, it's just alarming people just think like that in such mass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was uh, just talking to somebody on. Uh, Instagram about it on one of those like kind of like military pages and it was a uh, he was a cop he's a black officer and, and he's just shoot shooting all like these weird stats and stuff and I'm like man like where'd you grow up <laughs> <laughs> where you from man where you from yeah, that's gotta be Oregon or something <laughs> yo speaking of fucking Oregon I've been there for work multiple times beautiful state uh weird people and it got weirder when i saw that they were like destroying like a five guys restaurant 
in a college town. I, it was only like white guys like just breaking <laughs> shit. And I'm like, why are y'all protesting? There's no black people in this town. Like, <laughs> like I'm one of two that you've probably ever met every time I go visit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's super weird. It's super. Yeah, strange. that's you know that like bringing up that like that's it. It's really annoying to see that a lot of those people are the ones like ruining these protests and riots. That Antifa stuff and the little white boys with the skateboards, the starting the bus in the windows and stuff. I'm yeah, like, no, like, like, and then the media fun- follows it in a different way, and they they mm-hmm. turn it and spin it to their narrative that it was. The, the Black Lives Matter movement and they just riot yeah. and you know like oh I think the thing that makes me laugh about that though is that like Black Lives Matter destroys city and like all the footage is like you said of like white kids on skateboards yeah like, smashing shit it's like look at Black Lives Matter it's like they don't give yeah. a shit and it's like and, and those are all white people like, <laughs> yeah you'll see seeing you watch like Fox especially Fox you're watching a clip mm-hmm. and it'll be these broken windows and a bunch of like black men right around it well, it, you go on YouTube and you find the full clip, and it was freaking three white kids with the skateboards busting, and the black people taking the skateboards from the white kids. Yeah, like trying to get people to stop, you know? Like, yeah, but and that, that just the media is just really fueled this like division on a whole dude, other me- level. <laughs> the media fuels everything, like even the coronavirus thing. Like, I'm, I'm oh, not going to say coronavirus wasn't a problem. That's not true. It's a real disease. It kills people. Got it. Yeah. But like, thanks to where the media took coronavirus, like, people will never shake hands again, most more than likely. Like, <laughs> like, do you understand how like how much trust you have to have now to act like to shake a hand? <laughs> like, handshaking has gone back to what it used to mean, like back in like BC days, you know, like when yeah. two dudes when two people shook hands like you're like yeah I trust you now like I, I, I yeah, it's I'm like fucking Avatar, with you that movie Avatar yeah. <laughs> I, I see you I see you yeah I see you like yeah like it's exactly that now like to shake a hand with somebody now is like illegal almost like you don't just do it with any fucking body like yeah. you know like I think like I think it's funny and sad at the same time like it's funny because it's like okay that's kind of weird but it's sad because it's like people are going to be wearing masks outside forever i think i don't think that's ever going away even when they announce it uh so masks are going to be a thing forever uh people are going to not shake hands ever uh people are going to not want to be meeting in large groups anymore ever (laughs) like it's going to be real funny to see because like i know places have opened up and people have been meeting in mass anyway but like just how frequently that happens i think it's just going to go away forever like I don't know, it's just a real... It'll be, inter- it'll be really interesting to see. Yeah, like, the world's completely different because of how much the media scared the living shit out of people. Oh, yeah. yeah they, really, like, they really made, like... I don't know, how do y'all feel about, like, how, like, America's done just controlling the virus and stuff? I mean, I don't know. Personally, my thing is, like, we weren't set up with that in mind. And that's mainly due to outdated business ideas uh, where everybody has to come here for a nine to five and you're expected to commute from point A to point B and be around all these people. And then like the virus hit. And so all the companies that were smart switched to being like at home. And so it's just like, you know, that's smart. But you still had so many businesses that were like, no, we're essential, but like, you're not essential anything. And like, I don't know, like 
for me being a quote unquote essential employee the whole time, nothing changed for me other than the fact that I couldn't have lunch inside anywhere for a while. And I had to wear a mask every time I went to a patient's house. Other than that, not shit changed for me. Like nothing happened. I didn't stay inside. I didn't have to self quarantine. I, I didn't experience the things a lot of other people did. And to me, I'm just like, yeah, guys, come outside. Like, it's fine. Just, just come outside. It's, it's going to be okay, you know? But at the same time, you know, people just got scared and we, America as a whole didn't really help like quell any fears. They kept looking at Italy and they kept looking at like China and they kept looking at other places that were just like getting beat to shit by this disease. Yeah. Or at least the media told us they're getting beat to shit by this disease, you know, like, I don't know. It, it's a, it was weird. It's, it's been a weird time. Because to me, not much has changed only like other than the fact that my options are gone. You know, I, I can't go out here and do this or I couldn't stop here and eat that. Like, that's about all that changed for me. Yeah, I, I didn't realize how much I liked eating out until I wasn't allowed to for three months. <laughs> At that point, I don't even think it's about like you enjoyed eating out. It's just like, you're like, I don't want to see my own fucking room anymore. And yeah, I'm also I tired of my own face. Right. <laughs> Damn. Uh, stupid face. <laughs> uh, for real. I need a haircut. I haven't got one in three months. I'm tired of looking at myself and adjusting teeth. Like, <laughs> right. Do regular life stuff again. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. As soon as the barbershop's opened, I, I called my barber and I was like, dude, please. <laughs> Just <laughs> help. <laughs> I started getting an afro again. I was like, all right, well, that was an accident, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you, Miss Erica? How did how did your life change with Corona? Um, so I'm pretty much a homebody. Mm -hmm. Um, the only time I really leave is for work. And so um work kind of stopped for a few months. Uh a couple of people were asking me to take pictures. I was saying no, because I just mm -hmm. didn't know what was going on out in the world, so I'm like, no. <clears throat> Yeah. And then once I started seeing that, yeah, people are getting sick, but, you know, people are still alive. I was like, okay, maybe I can take a job or two. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then um, I, I really kind of just start going back to work, what was it, about two weeks ago. And so I've been out and about. Um, to be honest with you guys, I haven't even been wearing a mask when I go out either. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't do that shit either. And know. and the only reason why is because I'm the type of person like what happens happens. Yeah. And what's meant to be is meant to be. And so, not only that, I really don't think these masks are protecting us from anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, and the thing is, not everybody has the respirators. And mm. they're saying, like, oh, you can just wear a bandana or you can just fucking... Yeah, that you know. don't work. Okay, so it works but for one type of resistance, and that's droplet protection. That's what a lot of people like. So we're wearing these masks yeah. in hopes yeah. that if I have it and I'm speaking to you, I don't spit at you. That's what we're having the masks for. In terms of, like, air you know, purification shit. Stuff, yeah. yeah, we're no mask anybody's wearing right now is really protecting against that. Like, yeah, it, it's like throwing it's, a marble at a fence. The marble's gonna go right through the, the cage wire go, fence. Exactly. <laughs> and you may just be really bad at throwing shit. You may hit one of the tiny fucking things and that one marble doesn't go through. Like, okay, like, yeah, so the masks are pretty much a fucking joke. I'm not gonna lie, I do kind of love it because 
my job gave me respirators, uh, but not not like amazing ones, but good enough. And so if I go into a patient's house and their house smells like shit, I'm already wearing the mask and I can't smell the I can't smell the shit. So it helps me personally on a personal level, but like in the protecting from infection level, like no, nothing's changed. Like I don't know, like. I never got that chance to like stop and be like, I wonder what's gonna happen. They just gave, they made us print out these little notes that says, you're an essential worker now, fucker. And they said, go get it, you know, get after it. Uh-huh. You're making us money. And so that's, I've been working in medical for so long that I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. He was like, if I don't have tuberculosis, if I don't have HEP, if I don't have AIDS, if I don't have HIV, if I don't have any other thing by now, from having any things exactly. I've touched. I'm probably not gonna have I'm not, like exactly. if coronavirus kills me, coronavirus kills me. Exactly. And like I was I was definitely one of those people where I was just like, yo, please open the gym. I'm getting fat and I'm getting weak. And so now I gotta go back to now I'm going back to the gym and I'm still fat and weak and I'm just depressed, yeah. fat and weak, you know? Like, <laughs> like But with I, that being said, I have mm-hmm. been keeping more cleanly like I've been washing my hands way more often like I wash my hands now every time I touch something that somebody else has touched yeah and so, um, stuff like that oh yeah definitely that's a good practice uh, as a once again as a somebody medical please wash your hands everybody like it was super scary whenever people were like when we're doctors were like all right wash your hands stop the spread and hand sanitizer went off the fucking shelves but nobody bought some Everybody bought antibacterial hand sanitizer to stop the spread of a virus. <laughs> so, like, like I said, for medical people are always the brightest. They're not. They do very questionable, funny things that keep our field very employed. Uh, so, whenever that shit happened, I was just like, "Yeah, we're in danger." Like, you no, know, people still aren't washing their fucking hands. Like. Today, like I was at a Bucky's and I use the bathroom, wash my hands, and I look next to me, and this guy literally finishes using the bathroom, looks at me, and walks dead past me. Oh, and I was like, "Yo, you were just in the shitter!" Like, oh you, my! I was like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> that's that's beyond me. That I. Yo, I don't know why people <laughs> don't wash their hands after using the bathroom in general, but yeah. especially when you're taking a dump. If that's gross, if you go in the bathroom, you're in there for a minute, you flush and you walk straight out, you have to leave. If you're in my house, you have to leave. It's, I'm not even going to tell you to wash your hands because I'm assuming you just don't give a fuck. So leave. Like, you don't give a fuck about nothing. Just you, leave. You, you can't, you can't give a fuck about too much if you don't wash your hands. You can't. When this virus first hit, I'm not going to lie. I, I was like, damn, I'm not trying to get this far. I was washing my hands, like, anytime I thought about it. And, and my skin started, like, my hands started, like, like, scaling. Yeah. It was weird. It was, I was like, all right, I need to chill out on washing my hands. <laughs> I got permanently ashy for, like, three weeks because every every patient I saw was like, wash your hands. I'm like, dude, I just did. Wash your hands. Okay, fine. Yeah. So it was like, I see, like, three or four patients a day, and this is like, wash your hands. Okay, wash your hands. Oh, dude, wash your hands. Like, okay, I get it. Like, carrying around like a little pocket lotion, you know? It's not enough. My fucking hands started burning. I just did. All right. But, <laughs> guys, I think I've, <laughs> sorry. I know the hand washing thing got me. I, I, people are dumb. It, it just makes me. So, I think I've kept you all long enough. I really do appreciate y'all coming. 
Uh, are there any last minute thoughts that you guys have to share with the people? No, I, my I last. <laughs> we, me and baby keep doing that. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. <laughs> I was just to say, uh, I, I would like to like hear more of the podcast like that. So, like, how do I do that? I don't need. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, I'll send you. I'll definitely end up sending you the link. Uh, for those of well, if you're listening to this, you may have found the link. So it's Shallow Waters. It's on Spotify and Apple Music. It's on literally everything that you can listen to a podcast on. Boom, Shallow Waters. Two words. Shallow uh, water. Yeah. Welcome to the show you didn't know the name of, man. I appreciate you coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this was an on-spot notice, though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're going to be on a podcast. I'm going to be in a who? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was funny as shit. When I was at the protest, I was asking people, you know, give me your give me your thoughts. It's for a podcast. You know how many people said, no, fuck you? Like, they just didn't trust me at all. They're like, no, fuck you. What? Like, all right. Yo, people. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was a little it was funny to me because I'm like yeah whatever there's a million people here, but at the same time I can get it though like they're scared that you may be one of those that are making the video to kind of twist yeah twist I I understand that their words I definitely I definitely understand that Uh, Ms. Eric Eric, did you already say what you had to say I don't remember who started sorry go no I haven't (laughs) I I didn't remember who won y'all's little war there I just remember David did ask a question. My last sentiments would be, hey, keep talking about justice because if we stop, they're definitely not going to care anymore. Mm-hmm. So we have to keep the conversation alive. Um, let's start thinking of some solutions to what rules do we demand moving forward? How do we want to live? Um, what kind of new um Amendment, amendments that we need to I always mess up that word <laughs> you made a new amendment you can't even say amendment, amendment. amendments what, you know, what things do we need to put into action and what standards do we need to have moving forward also um, we have June 19th coming up mm-hmm. and yeah, I want the, I want us to celebrate June 19th like we've never celebrated it before Oh, absolutely! Like I'm, I will no longer celebrate June, uh, July Fourth. I kind of stopped celebrating it years back. Anyway, I have a friend of mine; his birthday is July Fourth, so we just celebrate that. Uh, all the fireworks on that day are for him because I just stopped celebrating July Fourth for a while. You know? <laughs> yeah. Christmas I, I, that's the flip side to us celebrating June nineteenth. The flip mm-hmm. side to us celebrating June nineteenth is to not celebrate Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> But I, believe me, I, I get it. But I mean, if you're gonna barbecue, that's I'm I'm big. There's an easy way to get oh, me no, caught up in shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Hang, <laughs> hang out with your family. Hang out with your family. Take your off days, but don't go buying all the Fourth of oh. July things that come okay. with. <laughs> so that's something I never fucking got. I, I know I, I said I was gonna let y'all go, but why the <laughs> fuck do do you need to buy the same old navy red, white, and blue <laughs> jeans and button up shirt every year? <laughs> what the fuck? Does it not fit from last year? <laughs> it, the, the flag didn't change. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Next next podcast, we have to talk about material things. 
materials and branding. Ooh, especially the materials and branding and celebrities that fucking didn't say shit and still ain't exactly. said shit. Guess yeah. who's been keeping the list? Oh, I got a list of people who have let me down and a list of people who haven't let me down. The weekend is on the list of people who haven't let me down, and that guy's my favorite drug addict. Like, really? <laughs> this guy didn't let me down? Like, <laughs> I'm very disappointed in a lot of celebrities. <laughs> but not a, it, yeah. Next podcast. Next podcast. Yeah. Uh, my closing thoughts on this is just real simple stuff, just to piggyback on both of you guys. Keep talking about it. Uh, if you want to support, keep supporting people. There are plenty of people out there who are. Who have lists for uh, for bail foundations, lists for the frontline people who need the food, the money, you know, just basic necessities. Uh, keep finding merchants who are black and are supporting this thing. Just keep reaching out. Keep looking for the information. It's literally all there. Uh, keep if you follow any three of us anywhere, it's there. Um, I mean, there's just there's literally no way other than if you choose to, to ignore the help that, that needs to be done, you know? Like, if you're just choosing to ignore it, you'll never find it, you know? But if you're active and you want to do something, I promise you, you're going to find it. Everybody's out here trying to do something. Just keep being good people. Don't be a racist. And if you're going to be a, a racist, yeah, if you're going to be a racist, at least put all your personal information on, on social media so we can correct it through your, <laughs> through your livelihood. You know, because I live to see people cry that were racist online and lost their job or their scholarship. I will, I love to see your life ruined because you didn't think black people are human beings required of like basic necessities, you know? Yeah. And they cry videos, you ruined my life. No, good. You ruined your life. I watch those videos on repeat with popcorn. <laughs> love it. But guys, once again, thank y'all very much for coming on. We will be talking to all of y'all soon. Uh, if you like the podcast, of course, share it. And I will, if y'all want, I'll put y'all social information or like Facebook or social media stuff out here. Not like, you know, social information. That's weird. Like if you, yeah, like, I don't, is Eric I don't got, cool, cool. Is Eric, I'll put your business and stuff down there too, so. Yes, please, thank yeah. you. I have, I have a business account, I have a personal account. I will share your business account. <laughs> it will be up to you to let people do your personal account. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be up and I'm not gonna do all that to you. But yeah. That was it. See y'all later. Right, thank you. Good, good talk. Thanks for inviting me over here. Of course, of course. Anytime. <laughs>